comedians that are in the queue, you see them at their homes. Usually they're they're here at the theater. Uh, Jesse, why don't you pull them up a chair? Uh, yeah, I was the one. <laughs> yeah, all right. There's David's. Well, that's right. We'll scoot it. Here, I'll, I'll pull this one up for David. There we go, Whoa. David. You're right next to me. That's nice. <laughs> Corey. All right. And that's yeah, that. perfect. That looks great. And then Jesse's going to sit down right next to you, Corey. Hey there, guys. So we're going to go ahead and start the show. I'm uh, just like regular. All right, here we go, babies. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago. Or 10. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humans. Or three. To give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last <sighs> time in front of a live studio audience. That's in a you show out called Oh my God, Stab! Hello, guys. Welcome to Stab Comedy Theater Online uh, Extravaganza. Here we're we're on we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. We got ten people on Facebook. Uh, I want you guys to make it loud on Facebook and and mash the little heart and laugh buttons to let us know you're there. Uh, that'll make us feel real horny. Yeah, <laughs> real good. So. Uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be a great show tonight. We're here at 1710 Broadway, where you can't fucking be. No, uh, stay home. I believe David is... Where are you located, David, so we could have some people send a SWAT I team to your I house? I can technically walk to where you're at Okay, right You're not allowed. Not allowed. Corey, I believe, is in the west side of Sacramento. That is uh, correct. Where all the gangs are. I don't know. No, you're in, you're in the next one. Yeah. Anyway. I'm gonna turn that down. Uh, hello, everyone. Look at all right. We got people responding. Holy hey, shit! Wonderful. Nice. Uh, welcome to Stab, everyone. Um, let's meet our contestants really quick. Uh, right up front, right there, with the smaller of the beards, <laughs> <laughs> Corey Berenger. How how you doing, Corey? I'm doing great. Yes. Happy to be here in my home. Good. I heard. How you, are you doing? I'm doing well. I heard you had a, a digital bachelor party. Is that true? Yes, it was a rip roar and hoot and a half. It was it was great. Yeah, I, um, I'm a little hungover. Uh, I had a uh, bottle of tequila Ooh. and partied in the comments section of a post I made. No, nice. oh. <laughs> very good. Because this is the world we live in. <laughs> I, I did. You get any uh, pictures of strippers? Did you? Uh, one sort of. It was an attempt at a joke. Oh. And uh, I didn't. I didn't get any real hunks. Okay, I was yeah. a little, a little oh, disappointed. You know what? I I wish I would have uh, not been doing something else, um, or else I would have sent you a cam girl. <laughs> that would have been funny, I guess. Anyway, maybe I don't know what cam girls are. Uh, not to my fiance. <laughs> hey, I would send one to her too. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for being here, Corey. David Thorne, how's it going with your green oh, screen? It's going good. It's going good. It's going good. Uh, are you continuing to smoke weed? Are you going to smoke weed throughout the podcast? Maybe. I don't know. Is that <laughs> is that something we do now? I think that's something you I can mean, do. I, oh, I, no. yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I probably um, should. I'm going to drink some water, though. I got water because you can't drink without water. That's true. That is true. Well, thank you, David Thorne, for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, and down uh, in the same room with me, yeah. he's right over there. <laughs> See my 
Jesse Jones. Yeah, I'm Jesse angry at myself. I missed. Uh, I missed fixing one thing. Oh, what did you? Uh, so what did you? The, miss? So the segments there. Yep. Those aren't the right segments. Those are not the correct segments. And we also don't have our Venmo on there, but that's okay. Oh, son of a bitch. But that's okay. You know what, everyone, yeah. if you're enjoying... We were scrambling here to get this in, going. If you're enjoying the show, you could donate to us at Venmo, uh, or on Venmo, at Stab Theater. Well, everyone, uh, are you ready to Are you ready to play Stab? <laughs> sure, let's never angrier. Ahead, let's go ahead and play. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gentlemen, uh, this first segment is called Reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it represent? Um, I don't know why, but today's acronym is FUCK, F-U-U-U-C-K. <laughs> I actually know why we're using that acronym. Uh, Corey Berenger, what does FUCK mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know how your Halloween went this year, but I really goofed mine up big time. As always, I went in with the best of intentions. Something simple. Not too much of a think piece that needed explaining. My idea was to go as a beloved children's entertainer for my parents' youth, complete with the outrageous costume and signature haircut. I planned to visit the local costume shop, as well as the barber whenever I had the time. But as the calendar kept ticking like some kind of clock, I realized I had run out of any available time to do either of those things, and the party was happening in just a few hours. I tore through my bathroom looking for anything to help throw something together. I found some scissors and what was left of the face paint from last year's costume when I was the sexy green M&M. Good enough, I thought, but I thought wrong. When the host opened the door, they said, Frankenstein! And I said, uh-uh-uh, Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> and they said, yeah, I don't see it. And that's how uh, I made that happen. Very good, Corey Banger. Yeah, Everyone, sure. yeah, one more time for Corey Banger. I don't, know if, I don't know if I should clap or if that's weird. So no, nope, I'm giving know. thumbs up and love. There we go. <laughs> lots of lots of things on it. Very good, Corey. Uh, David Thorne. Uh, what does fuck mean to you except the way you actually say it in real life? Uh, but what does fuck mean to you? Yeah, uh, well, it is a organization and fuck stands for fuck up Uncle Ulysses Cock Kisser. It's about <laughs> Ulysses Cock Kisser who is a serial cock kisser. There were 69 counts of cock kissing sure. that took place. Local parents found out they formed the online vigilante group Fuck, <laughs> due to the fact that Uncle Ulysses had fled the state and went into hiding. Their goal is to find Uncle Ulysses and fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, David Thorne. Great job. Was that it? Okay. That's it. <laughs> Very good, David. I'm loving all your face right now. All right. Uh, <laughs> your face. Jesse Jones, what is fuck? I actually did uh, you. I actually did duplicate one word in David's Ulysses. Let's see if you can guess <laughs> which one. Guess. <clears throat> cock kilts, cock kilts, cock kilts. <laughs> You've seen him around. You've wondered, are cock kilts for me? Well, you'll never know the true feeling of power and freedom of a cock kilt until you've slipped into your very own and taken it for a spin. 
This week only, Donnie's Dongporium is having its annual spring peen sale-a-ding. <laughs> <laughs> and you can save, save, save on last season's cock kilts during, Donnie, <laughs> <laughs> during Donnie's 50 unbelievably unique understated cock kilts celebration. <laughs> <laughs> What's a cock kilt, you might be asking? That's fair. Just think of it like a cock ring with curtains. <laughs> <laughs> it's the latest craze in nudist fashion. Nudist fashion, you ask? You certainly seem like you've got a lot of question, lot more questions than you should considering you came to me, but what the heck? I'm a cock kilt salesman, so naturally I'm pretty lonely. When you go to a place without clothes, people try some pretty interesting things to express their individualism and maybe make you take a peek at, at their on-display goodies. Uh, why are you you're chatting and coming up in my... <laughs> Am I? Not my fault. When you go to a place without clothes... People try some pretty interesting things to express their individualism and maybe make you take a peek at their on-display goodies is where I left off. <laughs> Sorry. Belly chains. Them gold foil temporary tattoos. <laughs> cock kilts. And you don't want to be flopping your flaccid fuck fruit around without dressing it up to the nines. Or when it's cold out, the threes or fours. <laughs> This ended up longer than I expected, given how little time I had to write. Donnie's got every kind of unbelievably unique, understated cock kilts you could ever, never have imagined could be a thing. Fifty of them, to be exact. Like the Continental. The Cosmopolitan. The Rough and Tumble. The, the Johnny Pleasant. The Pardon Milady. The secret, <laughs> secret buccaneer, the side saddle, the quiet stranger, and 42 other kinds that we didn't pay enough time in this commercial to get to. What's important is cock kilts, cock kilts, cock kilts. This weekend and this weekend only at Donnie's Dongporium. Tell Donnie that Donnie sent you, <laughs> and he'll get a semi You'll be able to see to believe. <laughs> Very good, Jesse Jones. That was uh, reorganization. Yes. Yeah. Very good, Jesse. Uh, we got, we got, we got. We're up to twelve people, and my roommate uh, just commented, "Flaccid fuck fruits." I can't. Get, I can't get over that. Very good. And there's the number there at the bottom of the chat window, next to the three slash three. There, that's the total over all of the, uh, oh my God. the outlets. Well, we've got 15 total, so 12 yeah. right. Facebook's doing us. Still doing three us right. on Twitch. That's good. Well, very good. Uh, very good, guys. Looks like we've got through our first uh, full category <laughs> of this. Uh, Cock. Cock. That's <laughs> very good. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're going to uh, let's move on to the next segment. Uh, we call it the top three Google searches of. Uh, gentlemen, please have composed three Google searches from the perspective of the following. Uh, the United States government. That's right. If the United States government were a person and not a lizard, <laughs> what would it search? 
Uh, what well, search? We'll do one at a time. Let's go ahead and start with Corey Berenger, your first of three uh, top Google searches. United States government. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. That's you always first search one. yourself. Very good. <laughs> Narcissists. I yeah. feel like if any country would, we would. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, yep. David, what's your first of three Google searches from the perspective of the United States government? Um, I think they'll probably Google search how to make a vaccine for coronavirus. Right. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's true. fair if yeah. they're being practical. Hopefully, that's fine. yeah, on the nose, sure. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse Jones. Uh, I mean, in a somewhat similar thought, um, how can we, how can we rename cancer to make it racist? <laughs> what? What? All right. All right. <laughs> Very good. Uh, we're coming back around. Corey, what's your second of three? Are we still rich? <laughs> Very, not, 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 not for long. Uh, if we all get that thousand dollar check, I heard two. You heard I two. I, at one point, I heard two. I don't know. Well, let's fucking get it going here. <clears throat> all right, uh, David. What's your your second of three Google searches? How to make crack? <laughs> to make crack. Again, <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs a side hustle today. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Jesse Jones, your third of three. How much would it cost to build a wall around the rest of the country? <laughs> <laughs> right. Very yeah. good. Very good. And uh, Corey Berger, your third of three. France topless. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And David, your third of three. How to not fall into an economic crisis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah. Jesse Jones. And tying very closely to Corey, uh, Sarah, Sarah Palin masked singer appearance. <laughs> Porn parody? <laughs> <laughs> very good. That was the top three Google searches from the perspective of the United States of America. Very good. Everyone having a good time? I want to see lots of... Oh, we got a lot of uh, happy faces yeah. and hearts. Awesome. And those are all directed to you. Uh, yeah, that brings us to our uh, third <laughs> segment of the evening. I almost was expecting Haiku Challenge music. No, but no. <laughs> uh, Our third segment is called This Was Today Once. Uh, Corey Berenger, on this yeah. date, 235, Max <laughs> Maximinus... <laughs> that's how that's what it is maximinus thrax is proclaimed emperor uh also on this very date 1999 legoland california the first legoland outside of europe opens in carlsbad california uh how'd you choose to celebrate those events in tandem yeah so uh to help feel empowered during this quarantine i declared myself emperor of the house <laughs> This was not a position I came upon lightly. I gave some serious thought as to what sort of ruler I would be. I'll spare you my process because it was daunting. But long story short, I finally settled on malevolent. This came as an unpleasant development for my roommates, or as I now call them, the undesirables. These lowly serfs are the very foundation on which this empire thrives, and I do not appreciate them. Theirs is a humble life, and I resent them. Unfortunately, I was not able to mask my loathing, and they swiftly revolted with a calculated strike involving strategically placed Lego pieces along my morning route. I stepped on them, and I died. The emperor is dead. 
long live the emperor. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Corey Berenger. One more time for Corey Berenger. <laughs> yeah, all right. one more. All right. One more time. For just me. one more time. Not just one. Just one so clap. Let's, a single. Let's not get crazy. Just one <laughs> right. more time. Uh, David Thorburn. Uh, on this day, <laughs> sorry, I can't help saying your name without an accent. Okay. Uh, David, on this date, 1760, the Great Boston Fire of 1760 destroys 349 buildings. Uh, also on this very date. 1985, Libby Riddles becomes the first woman to win the 1,135-mile Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate those events in tandem? Well, I don't know how I would celebrate them, but I know how Mrs. Libby Riddle would. <laughs> she open a restaurant, and she has a question for you. Do you like to keep it lit? Do you like dog sledding? If so, come on down to Libby Riddle's House of Vittles, where we are celebrating the fire of 1760 and her victory in the Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race with super special deals and new menu items hotter than fire itself. Such as our fire truck sub, hot ham, Boston spicy baked beans, sriracha to top it all off on sourdough bread. Oh, shit. <laughs> dog race with super special deals and new menu items. Yo, man, I, I didn't read the wrong thing. No, <laughs> no now we got to cool things off. There it is. Our sled dog supreme salad. This isn't mom's salad. Iceberg lettuce, tomatoes, blue cheese crumbles, olives, dribbled, drizzled in Cool Ranch dressing with dog kibble shaped croutons. <laughs> Served with steak or chicken in a collectible dog bowl commemorating the great fire and Mrs. Riddle's historic victory. Come on down to Riddle's House of Vittles. <laughs> nice. Very good, David. You done got through it. Very good. <laughs> great job. Very that was very funny. I feel like I'm being racist towards you somehow. I'm not sure. Uh, but... You feel like that. Wait till I get to my prompt. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Corey's window just turned into a YouTube YouTube video. <laughs> That's great. All right, uh, Jesse Jones. Yeah. Uh, I was getting ready for you to read yours without oh. reading it. Uh, on this date, 1854, the Republican Party of the United States is organized in Ripon, Wisconsin. Uh, also on this very date, 1915, Albert Einstein publishes the general theory of relativity. Yeah. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events this, in tandem? This voice is not because David's here. <laughs> it's just how it, it's just how this prompt, uh, needed to be read. <clears throat> Science type book learning <laughs> versus gut style knowing what's. It's a fight what's been going on ever since some smart alecky cave fuck thought he could make fire simple by banging rocks together some on purpose kind of way. <laughs> As opposed to some other cave some bitch who knew per sure that if he didn't put his cave dork inside another cave some bitch that that volcano would spit him up some fire pretty much whenever he wanted. <laughs> so what it boiled down to is whether you think you're some know-it-all fuck stump what's got to explain every fucking thing ever about every fucking thing just to make yourself feel like you know enough about the fucking world around you to make yourself feel like a big fucking man. <laughs> or 
if you're pretty confident, you can just get what you want and what you need from the big fucking charge by just not pissing him off and having one less fucking kid. Because you probably didn't mean to have it in the first fucking place anyway. And they always good for Lord Barter. So today I threw a bunch of my stuff as hard as I could at the sky telling Jesus' dad that I could use a couple more fucking weeks of rain if he thinks I fucking deserve it. I told science to <laughs> to eat a fucking bag of dick skirts <laughs> and yelled at the fucking rivers to get their shit together and stop sucking off so many fucking fish so they could get a fuck site less fucking polluted. <laughs> Very good, Jesse Jones. Oh, no. Is that the end? Yeah, but David David disappeared. David disappeared for a second. Oh, I think yeah. he's, he's back. He's back. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move to the fourth of five segments called Rules. Uh, please compose what the following rules are and why they are needed. Uh, all rules were brought to us by WordCounter.net's random word generator. Uh, Corey Berenger, the name of your first your rule is, <laughs> what is a question hug rule? <laughs> Yeah. Question hug uh, so, rule. What is uh, that? Just little disclaimer at the top. This is inspired by a uh, observation that my little brother Danny Berenger had. I just want to put that out there All in right. case he's watching. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, so here we go. <laughs> a lot of folks don't know why hockey players wear those visors on their helmets, but I'll tell you, it ain't for safety. It's to stop them from smooching each other. <laughs> for generations, this was a real problem in the game. But no one talked about it because of deeply ingrained homophobia. <laughs> Anytime there was a big rumble between players and they'd get up real close, they'd be locking lips and having a great time doing it. Finally, someone at the top was like, we got to rein this shit in. No more kissing on the ice. And I mean it this time. <laughs> but then they designed the visor. And it works pretty good as a deterrent. Dot, dot, dot. Most of the time. <laughs> For the rest of the time, there's the question hug rule. To invoke it. A team captain signals his coach by hugging himself. And then the coach will question whatever call a referee had just made. This pro provides ample time for some sweet, icy loving while the refs are busy reviewing the footage from the moment in question. It's my favorite part of hockey, and now I hope it's yours too. <laughs> Very good, Corey Berenger. Very good. Who knew? Huh? <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, yeah. David Berenger, the name of your rule or is... Or David Thorne. Da what I, what'd I call him? <laughs> you called him David Berenger. David Berenger. <laughs> you guys have just... I'm cross-eyed and you've Buy me dinner together. first. Bye. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, David Thorne, uh, the name of your rule is called Six Eyes. What's the rule of Six Eyes? The rule of Six Eyes... Is if you have six eyes, you obviously have a congenital birth defect, right? Sure. That's 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 pretty much it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the rule. All right, that's the rule. Yeah. If you that's have cool. six eyes, you got the six eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you got the five. You can't get it anywhere else. That's right. Just very specific rule. Very good. That's all right. This show good. didn't need to be very long. That's right. Uh, Jesse Jones. <laughs> it's the first test. It's a test show, essentially, so it doesn't have to be long. <laughs> the, <laughs> the name of yours is the sister's nose rule. What is the sister's nose rule? Well, the sister's nose rule is actually employed at private school dance functions. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. 
Basically, during any slow dances, the two students must keep at least a nun's head apart with enough room not to bump the sister's nose if she turns her head to or fro. (laughs) So, as a sister interrupts each and every potentially sinful dance to ensure the proper chaste distance on her knees beside the two hormone-raging school dance attendees, She slowly, carefully leans forward, inserting her head between them at approximately tender, lustful crotch level, turning her head from side to side, and if it does happen to inadvertently graze against the soft, quivering pubis of one dancer... (laughs) Inhaling a faint but noticeable musk of youth as it passes in transit. Or, turning toward the other dance sinner, scrapes her nose against the protruding bulge of wanton, raging masculinity in early bloom. Yearning, aching to be freed and taught so many lessons of how its naughtiness will not be tolerated. Not here! Not today, not ever. Naughty. So naughty. So bad. So bad naughty. It's dirty. If such an encounter should should occur, as somehow it almost always does in these inspections, no matter how carefully the dancers were supposedly being so sure to be, they're given a warning. A stern swat on the backside apiece. (laughs) And the sister is dismissed from the dance, having fulfilled her duty and allowed to pray vigorously for the unworthy souls of the naughty, naughty students. (laughs) And the next dancers are inspected for their sister knows rule inspection. And so on. Most dances don't leave a lot of room for actual dancing, as sister knows rule inspections tend to take up most of the allotted multi-purpose rooms... (laughs) Time. <laughs> uh, I had another word in there that I forgot. <laughs> Very good, Jesse Jones. Let's hear it for Jesse Jones. Reservation time. I did. I, I did realize in the middle of him shouting "naughty" that it's just two forty-year-old, over forty-year-old men sitting in a room together. Uh, well, <laughs> really, what this could seem like to the people next door in the text. Naughty. <laughs> Your taxes are naughty. <laughs> uh, Katie Pope, uh, she wrote, Damn, I'm seven months in the desert. I need a cold shower now after that. So, very good. That's my roommate. Uh, sock on the door, Katie. And uh, I'll, I'll go hang out at uh, uh, Mel's Diner while you're fucking. All right. Uh, all right. That brings us to our final segment of the evening, hey. everyone. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Okay. I didn't do the sound effect. There it is. All right. That brings us to our final segment of the evening. It's called Write an an Erotic Poem About It. Uh, Corey (laughs) Berenger, please have written an erotic poem in regard to the following. uh, A wedge salad. Make it hot. (laughs) Okay. Green and leafy makes me beefy. (laughs) By that, I do mean boner throbbing. 
I'm no wealthy slut for healthy snacks, but salad is a valid and affordable aphrodisiac. <laughs> and if you pinky swear to keep it, I'll tell you my dirty secret. <laughs> the piece that puts me over the edge is the French fried potato wedge. <laughs> <laughs> very good, Corey Berenger. Very good, very good. This is so weird without clapping. Oh, yeah. yeah. Life is oh, yeah. weird now. Yes. People are loving it, though. You got, you're getting a lot of laughs from Bob Bess. <laughs> yes, you are. That's why we do it, folks. That's, <laughs> That's why we do it. Uh, David Thorne. Uh, let's hear your sexy erotic poem about goalkeepers. Oh, man. Oh, man. Goalkeepers like to fuck around with balls, and this we know is true. Some are into really weird shit, like the asshole playing kazoo. Rocking balls is what they do, but they put them in, too. But that's only when he pays them. On carpet, he's grazing like Phil Astro Turf. He wants to eat ass like Gargamel wants to smirk. She moans in ecstasy at must feel amazing. Look two inches lower. Oh shit, that's a raisin. <laughs> Go keep nasty and somewhat a freak. He looked at the raisin and gave it a peek. The raisin was shriveled. Yes, it did stink. It wasn't a raisin. Now back to. <laughs> very good very good david <clears throat> that was uh, hot yeah mm. all right <laughs> jesse jones yeah uh let's bring it home and we're going to be in at the end of the show very soon yeah uh with a an erotic poem about paralysis yeah paralysis sort of went yeah uh, every time i see your face i wish i could feel anything below the waist <laughs> and oh the things that I would do if it was possible to move my arms too don't bother whispering sweet nothings in my ear because it as, as it happens I also can't hear <laughs> and when you squat over me rub your bits on my mouth know for a fact I can't taste your down south <laughs> <laughs> just go to town do all that you wish i'll just lay here like a cold fish <laughs> and when you're finished giving me all that you got you can drop me back off back home in my plot necrophilia <laughs> oh my god that's the end of stab uh, one more time for all the contestants you saw this evening uh, Corey Berenger David Thorne David Berenger Corey Thorne Jesse Jones John Morris Ross the Jones fourth uh, if you'd like to hear more stabs go to one of our many online outlets the primary of which being uh, fucking you know uh, stab for gold stab the yeah. number for gold dot com uh, yeah, thanks guys for coming out. Uh, also, again, let's, uh, let's, uh, support all the comics you saw this evening. Uh, Corey Berenger, his, uh, his Venmo is in the feed here, kind of at the top here. Uh, it's just, I think, at Corey Berenger, right, Corey? Yep. At Corey Berenger, you could send him some, uh, a few bucks if you'd like. David Thorne, uh, if you want to send some to our Venmo at Stab Theater, in care of David Thorne, yeah. we'll pass it along too, uh, or we'll just give him free beer the next when we're able to sell beer. Yeah, so he likes he likes beer. You can tell. Um, and, and, and Jesse Jones. Yeah, um, and yeah. If uh, if you wanted to 
to to donate uh, through Venmo. You know, like a, a sort of like a ticket. Uh, if you enjoyed what we were saying, oh, what we what yeah. we did here, uh, it's uh, at Stab Theater on Venmo. Yes. Uh, there's a donate button on the website. It's just right. a PayPal donate button if you're more comfortable with that. And a Venmo button there. And a Venmo button. <laughs>